Hi, and welcome to C. Myers Live. My name is Sally Myers. I'm a principal at C. Myers Corporation. And I'm Charlene Leland. I'm a vice president at C. Myers. And during C. Myers Live, we like to talk about things that are top of mind. And so today we're going to talk about strategic positioning with respect to payments. Yeah, different considerations for determining that strategic positioning. And this is something that comes up in planning sessions, especially recently. But one of the questions you might be thinking to yourself is, well, why is this important? Why should I be spending time thinking about this? Yeah, because we all know payments, they're moving rapidly. It's becoming more complex. The consumer has so many options at their fingertips and it's expensive. It's an expensive investment from human resource perspective, a thinking perspective, and a financial perspective. So it's important as you're making decisions to make those decisions in light of what you want to accomplish strategically. Absolutely. And so when I think about strategic positioning with relation to payments, I think about three big drivers for it. I kind of break it down this way. One, and this is the one that jumps out in everyone's mind, is the revenue side. So we know that there is revenue at risk. That's This has been this way for a long time as the payments whole arena keeps shifting and changing as new players come in and the way it's been progressing is probably going to continue to progress like that. So there's the revenue side, but there's also that side with the relationship with the customer. So many institutions think of the payment side of thing and maintaining that interaction with their customer as being part of the relationship. So there's the revenue, the relationship. And then the third thing is the data. So there's a ton of data that comes along with these transactions. And while the fintechs, the big national banks are mining that data pretty effectively, really the rest of the industry is kind of starting to take baby steps along those lines. So the data is incredibly important. It has a ton of opportunity there for discovering the behaviors of your customers and how you might hone in and serve them better. So those three things. Well, and on the data piece of it, it's not just the data with respect to payments to help your payments. It's also the data that you get from the payments that can help you with your loan revenue, can help you with deposits. So it it impacts the entire organization. But I do want to circle back to the revenue piece. Okay. What's the big deal about the revenue and some of the projections there? Yes. So Accenture did a study and they said that by 2025, that the banking industry stands to lose 15% of their payments revenue. And that's interesting because at the same time that the whole payments pool, if you will, is growing and yet financial institutions stand to lose 15% of that revenue. Yeah, the traditional financial institutions. So when we go through this, really our intent is to give you questions to consider. And these are just a few questions and they are definitely tough questions that don't come with easy answers. But the decisions that you're making will impact you well into the future and can either create more opportunities or limit the opportunities. And again, going back to Charlene's question, why do we need to have a payments strategy? Because we believe it'll be easier to make decisions with respect to payments 
if you have a strategy that has been clearly articulated right. versus being reactionary. Yeah. So when you think about what payments means to your business model, how does it fit in? Why is it important? All those things. That's what helps make decisions. So as an example, think about how when Apple Pay and Samsung Pay and all that came out, and we saw institutions struggle with, should we go ahead and put this in? When should we put it in? And it's a lot easier to make those kinds of decisions if your strategy is really clear and you've thought about all these things. Yes, absolutely. And so one of the key questions to answer is what is our desired strategic positioning over the long haul and why? That's actually two questions. It is two questions. But first question is what's the long haul? Yeah. And so you need to decide. Each organization needs to decide what long haul means to them. But as you're deciding for your organization, keep in mind the infrastructure investments that go into payments. That includes talent. That includes technology. It can take a long time to recoup those investments. So your definition of long haul hopefully at least covers the time it's going to take for you to recoup those investments. So to be clear, it's not a year. No, it's not a year. It's not two years. It's not three years. Right, right. Uh, this is this is really long term because the goal of really thinking about the payment strategy isn't to come up with a game plan that, oh, I'm going to roll out this technology and this technology. That's not it. It's really more about what, I think I said it already, what payments means to your business model, and especially when you think into the future and different things that could occur. Yeah. And so what we find that works really well is if people define the long haul as at least 10 years. Yeah, I would it, start with 10 years. And again, nobody knows what's going to happen. But one of the questions, and you can imagine and you can debate with your team, is what will drive consumer engagement over your definition of the long haul? We're going to say 10 years. Mm -hmm and have those debate. And Charlene already said, it is not, I'm gonna punctuate it, it's not about being accurate in your predictions because you won't. It's about the thinking process that goes into it and the visualization and imagining what could be and what opportunities can come out of it, what threats can come out of it. Because the sooner you think about those things, the better off you'll be. So as you think through the various positions you could take with your payment strategy, look at it through different lenses. A really important one, of course, is the consumer experience. So think about if we go this route, what does that look like to the consumer? What is their experience like? And another one, these are just two examples that I have. Another one is how is it driving revenue? Whichever direction you think about going, and you can think about going more than one direction. Do this thinking exercise. You want to go down several different routes to really consider the different possibilities. Oh, absolutely. You should go down multiple routes to make sure you're thinking at different levels and that you have multidimensional thinking and critical thinking that goes along with this. And again, we already said this, but make sure you challenge the traditional beliefs, the challenge of, oh, we'll figure it out later. Maybe you will, maybe you won't, but really push on the thought process here. And then you're talking about the consumer experience. And so there's always this discussion with clients. Well, we want the consumer to think about us when they want to do something. And so another way of thinking about that is to really hone in on when you want the consumer to have to allocate their thought to thinking about you because the consumer's very busy. The minds are very cluttered. So another question to consider is if we want the consumer 
to think about banking with us, what do we want them to think, why, and when? Yeah, so for example, maybe you want them to think of your institution when they set out to buy a car or a home. I need a car or a home, I'm going to get in touch with my financial institution. Maybe when they pay for that and they have automatic payments every month coming out of their account, maybe you don't want them to think about you then. Do you want them to think about you when they're doing person-to-person payments? And then also as you're discussing different strategic positions, one position could be, I'm going to lean toward de-emphasizing payments in our business model. So if you decide to go down or as you're going down that path to explore, one thing to think about is what are alternative ways to develop relationships within your target market? Before we go to the question that it leads to, I just want to keep in mind, somebody might be thinking, well, why would I de-emphasize payments as part of my business model? Oh, well. Well, there could be a lot of reasons, but again, going back to the complexity, the investment, don't forget real-time payments, truly real-time payments is on the horizon. Biometrics, voice payments, yes, all these things are coming at us. Right. right? How people access payment is what you're talking about. So these things are happening. And in order to really stay ahead or just in time with respect to these developments, it does require strategic thought on a regular basis and not just strategic thought, but strategic decision making as well. Going back to the question, what are alternative ways to develop relationships with your target market if you decide you're going to de-emphasize payments leads to another really big question. Yeah, that is, what is a relationship? How is your organization defining that relationship? And we work with lots of different institutions and they define it differently. They want something different out of the relationship. But in the end, it has to bring in enough revenue and make enough money for the organization to continue on forward. Right. And be viable. uh, Yeah, you need to make money. Yes. So you can keep on keeping on, be viable, be competitive, and also coming at it from the consumer's perspective breaking the habit of defining how the institution wants the relationship maybe as the starting point versus coming at it from the consumer's perspective. What does the consumer need or what might they want? And then how can we turn that into providing value back to the consumer in such a way we can make some net income and be highly competitive and bring that values. Those are a couple of different ways to approach it from an internal perspective or the external view of the consumer. Yes, and I really encourage you to think through that idea, not that you would land there necessarily, but think through what if we just didn't put all that effort into this and we were okay with letting some of that go But alternatively, what if your strategic positioning on payments is to be top of mind and usage for your target market? What would that mean? Essentially the opposite end of the spectrum. And it can be great to go through those different thought processes to see the different decisions or the different business model setups that would result. And so in that case, if you were leaning toward our customers are going to use us for payments, then it's another question to consider is what type of relationships, usage, revenue, and data would make it worth it 
to have that type of investment. Right, right. Huge investments. What is the organization going to gain so it can keep on keeping on? Yeah, and in that too, another question is, so if you're really working to hit a home run in the payments arena, then what other strategic options may that create? Or what other strategic options may you need to forego in order to really hit the home run here? Because no matter how big an organization is, big or small, there's still limited resources, the precious resources, the thinking, the brain power, the money, the time. There's the limited resources. You still need to focus. Absolutely. Focusing means not being able to do everything. To reiterate, if you're going to do this to the nth degree, then what are you not going to do? The other thing too is we're talking about the consumer and the target market. But don't forget there can be different definitions of target market or consumer in this case for payments. There's the direct consumer that we traditionally talk about, but there's also behind the scenes and invisible to the typical consumer and really their market or the consumer in that case might be the merchants as an example. Right. So just wanted to make sure we worked that into the conversation and we all know that that's happening more and more. Yes, becoming more behind the scenes, mm-hmm. at least for certain types of functions. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and that's even, a strategy. I yeah. mean, even even direct deposit and automatic payments, that's mm-hmm. kind of behind the scenes. But then think about the Apple Card. And we all know financial institution is behind the Apple Card. But do people who use the Apple Card care? Yeah. And we may all know. Yeah, we're in the business. But I, I don't know if the, the typical consumer knows. No, and and to your point, so. do they care? No, but that's a different type of target market. Right. And those are options going forward. So again, there are a lot of tough questions that go along with deciding strategic positioning with respect to payments. It can be fun and exciting to have these conversations. Our thought is if you haven't started these conversations yet, the sooner the better. Mm -hmm. And then don't forget how to incorporate this strategic positioning into your overall strategy and how does it impact your overall strategy. If you have any questions, comments, feel free to contact us. We'd be happy to spend more time with you. Thanks much. Thank you.